Welcome back to the Profitable Python. I'm your host, Ben McNeil, and on this episode, I wanted to share with you folks a bit of a superpower. I think that's the only way I can describe it, and you can get this superpower. And I'm warning you that if you if you integrate this into your life, if you haven't done so already, uh, there's a chance that people will start to even hate on you a little bit. But what a I can't I can't imagine a better way to kind of gauge if you're doing something right or wrong. If you don't have if you don't have haters, then you're you're not doing things right. Is kind of my attitude, I guess. But what I what I'm talking about the superpower is basically it's a productivity hack, and if you do this right you can run circles around your competition. And if you're not familiar with what running circles around your competition means, no, that doesn't mean that you're you're not going anywhere fast type thing. Because I can see how that would be a, a goofy, you know, running circles. Does that mean you're actually going anywhere? So maybe that's not the, the best way to describe it. But, you know, I so I've I've worked in the... I've worked for myself for uh, a handful of years and I've worked in salary type jobs for a handful of years and I've noticed some differences. One is the way the incentives are set up for like a salary job. I mean, if you if you could go in and get a day's worth of work done in like three hours, like they're not going to pay you anymore. And you probably have to be at work for another five hours type thing. And so some people have, you know, they, that maybe have been working uh, at a salary job and kind of getting comfortable with that sort of environment. They, they realize like, oh, you know, if I just kind of do the bare minimum type thing, I can, uh, you know, I can take like three hours worth of work and spread it out over the entire day. And then, you know, like you have you know, you're, you have, you have more work to do the next day, you know, no rush. Uh, but then if you're, if you're working for yourself, especially if you're charging by like a fixed, a fixed rate for a project or something like that, your client doesn't care if it takes three hours or 300 hours, they just want the result that you guys agreed on. And so if you could get this thing done in three hours, why would you spread it out over 300 hours? So you see how the, the incentives are just totally different when you're working for yourself versus working for somebody else. And I recently was just reminded of this because um, we, we were doing a, we were doing a uh, reflection on the seven habits. And I've been podcasting on the seven habits ever since I took this class. I've been trying to integrate little, uh, learnings from the seven habits into the podcast, just because for one, it helps, it helps me kind of learn it at a higher level when I get to teach it with you folks. And, uh, I'm trying to, without kind of wandering all over the place, basically, um, I realized that I get more, you know, my, my productivity levels are extremely high at the beginning of the morning. And 
it's like everybody has a cadence that their their body goes through when they are uh they're like a productivity cadence basically but if you haven't become aware of your productivity cadence then you're missing out on your superpower uh the real where the real superpower comes into play is when not only do you recognize where kind of how your productivity cadence works and then making sure that your when you're at your peak of your especially if your job is a cognitive task type job so if you're a programmer at all i mean you're you're basically paid for your your uh you know the cognitive the cognitive workload that you can carry and so it it really makes a lot of sense to kind of maximize or kind of align your cadence with your work and then making sure that there's no way that you can get distracted during your peak cognitive uh, load times, basically, when you can handle, handle the most or kind of get the most work done. And if you do this right, I mean, this is kind of, I would imagine where the inspiration came for Tim Ferriss's like four hour work week type thing. Uh, I've never, I've never read that book, but that's kind of what this reminds me of is this, is this cadence and kind of maximizing this cadence. And I, I recently brought this up to a group of people. Um, and they, they, some people, some people didn't like it. They, they almost thought it was like, uh, are they almost thought it was it was a way of kind of coming up with an excuse for not being productive the other parts of the day where where your cadence isn't really hitting but i mean all i all i can really do is laugh inside because you know when you when when you're when you have the ability to leverage your your uh cognitive uh or the cadence for your cognitive load i mean you're you're basically going to run circles around people in a good way, you'll, you'll be outperforming like crazy. And I mean, even, even in your, even in the, the, if you can imagine kind of like the peaks and the valleys of your, of your cadence, if you do this right, by the time you've made it to your valley of, of the cadence, you've already, you've already run, you've already done, you know, more work than, than people that aren't, kind of, uh, uh, aware of this, of this hack with their productivity. And so you're, you're actually, I would argue you're actually more productive by the time you've reached that Valley than, than most people basically are all day. So I, I thought this was really fun to reflect on. Um, I'm always fascinated with, you know, we're all given, 24 hours a day type thing. And if we're lucky, you know, (laughs) and, uh, but like some people are just killing it, you know, and other people are not killing it. And, you know, what's the difference? It's how they, it's how they use those hours while they're, you know, are they, are they maximizing their cognitive uh, cadence, basically, I guess that's what we're going to be calling it. Um, you know, so some, some people are just way better at this than other people. 
And it's just brutally apparent to me that, you know, from a money-making perspective, if your job is results-based, which even though the incentives aren't really set up for that at a salary job where, you know, you get your work done in three hours or or 300 hours, the, it, you know, the, the incentives are not really set up for you to get your work done in three hours. Ultimately, it's going to be in your best interest to still structure your uh, activities in a way where you can still get that work done in three hours, for example, because at the end, at the end of the year, for example, you're just going to have way more to show for yourself. And you did it in a way where you're not, uh, you know, totally burned out. You, you kind of did it with like minimal effort, basically, because you just did the most work when your body was kind of capable of handing the workload. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you folks. I thought it was really cool. Um, this is definitely inspired by a bunch of self-development stuff that I've read over the years. Darren Hardy is really big on this. Uh, the seven habits kind of touches on this. There's certainly an element of focus, which, uh, there's some, I mean, you know, ask Bill Gates and Warren Buffett about focus. That's that's what they say their the primary skill is uh the most important skill to have basically is the ability to focus. And uh anyway, so I I wanted to share that with you folks because it has huge implications for your ability to monetize your skills. And uh if you're not actively kind of defending your time during the those highest cognitive workload times basically some it's getting robbed from you and so i just highly recommend that you check you try this strategy out like i don't know if you've got to shut your door and uh tell people like hey this time of the day is off limits like i can meet with you any other time of day but this time of day is when i get my work done um try try these strategies out i think you'll be really pleasantly surprised with the amount of work that you're able to accomplish. And hopefully that translates, you know, if you do this over time, hopefully that translates into bigger paychecks, more productivity, better customer service for your clients. So I think, I think you see where this is going folks. And I appreciate you so much. Uh, we are going to continue the podcast journey through the holidays. So if you were wondering if, the holidays is uh, things are going to be slowing down. I will be doing a little bit of traveling, but my mission is to continue to podcasting, doing podcasting every day. I've got enough interviews in the bank. Uh, it's really hard to do interviews over the holidays, but I'm still hustling those. And I think I've got enough of a bank to carry us through the holidays into the new year. And then going into the new year, we're just going to hit this twice as hard and, uh, so I hope you're enjoying this journey. I I am certainly enjoying doing this podcast and interviews and sharing all this uh knowledge that I that I've acquired to uh help you folks kind of step up your game and then you know it's it's not as much as it might seem that it is a service role that I'm doing here, which certainly I aim to serve. Um it's no secret that when it comes to 
attaining higher levels of mastery. One of the ways that you attain higher levels of mastery is by teaching your, your knowledge. So someone could argue that this is a very selfish, the motivations are very selfish, but, uh, for me, because basically I'm able to achieve higher levels of knowledge by teaching this. But I think if it's done in a service mindset and full, you know, as much transparency as possible that everybody wins here and by all means kind of steal this strategy. Uh, I've told you folks the benefits of starting a podcast. Um, so I'll just throw in a little pitch there, you know, like it's super easy. If you're wondering how to do that, check out that episode and, uh, don't, don't, they call it dilly dallying. Don't, don't be dilly dallying. Uh, get out there and get your message out to the world and start attaining higher levels of mastery. And, uh, I can't, I couldn't be more happy that you're on this journey with me and I will talk to you folks soon. All right. Peace.